0: Uh, this morning i just want to start a new or fresh topic with us amen, amen. hallelujah amen. you know I, I, I thank god that we're able to cover mind and we need a lot you know we covered a lot we talked a lot about it you know, but today I just want to go to something new. Amen. Now, maybe somewhere in the future, we'll going to go back to the mind because everything as believers that we have to deal with or, or work with, you know, has to do with the mind. So we can never have enough of the mind. Neither can we ever have too much of the mind. Amen. So please bear with me. I'm going like, to just take us to something different this morning. I'm going to be talking about bearing good fruit. Amen. Bearing good fruit. Amen. Now very soon our church will invest in having podcasts, Amen. Because we're we a couple of people who you know go to work and then they're not able to be in church because they had to work and, and all that stuff and there's some others who won't just lying around. Amen. Whatever your case is either you're lazy or you're at work. We want the word of still be able to reach you wherever you are. So we're gonna to try to get our podcast ready and every message it will be sent to every individual member. Amen. It's not gonna cost you anything. But your attentiveness, Amen. So I want to encourage everyone, please, whether right. you' invested in, please rock tech, looking to it, how we can get podcasts Sister Vanessa, join that, that, that force and see how we can get our messages, you know, on podcasts that everybody can listen to them, Amen.
1: Because
0: I believe that in this place we share life, whether you believe it or not, think about it or not, we share life, amen. I may not be TDJs, without Michael girl I rode, amen. And the story is a lot of different Hallelujah. So I encourage you, please get excited, get ready. When you get this word, what you're gonna do with it is spread it. All right, the Bible says buy the truth and sell it not. All right, so you get the word, go to work on Sunday morning or Monday mornings and share the word with your colleagues at work. Share with your family back home, you know, wherever. Just share the word. And I believe that someone's life will be changed The the essence of what we do here is not just for the gathering of those who are here, but it's for edification of the body of Christ and for people who want to hear God's word, all right? So our word is just gonna be, it's not just gonna be local anymore, We're gonna set it out and about and everywhere. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, shake someone and say welcome to church. Are you excited about the word? Yes. Excited about the word? Come and ask them. Are you excited about the word? You excited about the word? If you're not, you're to change your, change your seat. Don't sit around some people really excited about God's word. Amen. Your week is about to start You pass positive people around you, amen. Uh, you don't understand that some positive people come to church and some not so much come to church, but it is well. This morning doesn't open your heart as God's word begins to come. Now scripture tells us of a man who went out, a farmer of out of so seed seeds, that when he spread the seeds, you know, accidentally some fell among thorns, some fell on hard ground, some fell by the roadside, but there was this category of seed of those which fell on good soil. And my prayer this morning is that everybody who understand my voice, even on the internet who's watching us, you know, streaming live, whatever, what we're doing right now. I pray that this word will fall on the good soils of your heart. And I pray that it will change their lives. And I also pray that their lives will not remain the same after this word. I pray for everybody in this place as well that as this word comes forth this morning, let it touch a good soil, let it touch a good heart. Amen. So that you will understand what the word of God says, what the word of God is about, and the power embedded in God's word. And thereby your life will never remain the same. Amen. Come on, say better. Amen. Amen. Psalm so chapter 15, amen. John the 15th chapter. The gospel according to St. John. The 15th chapter. This one is titled Bearing Good Fruit. Amen. Bearing Good Fruit. Amen. Now John 15, Jesus was speaking in this place and he said, I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Watch this church. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, another condition says, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he cut it. And also every branch that bears fruit, he pruneth. So there's a difference between cutting and pruning. But the truth is, the base word for both words is that they were actually cut. So whether you see the word cut for unfruitful or prune for the fruitful, it means the same thing. Think about it. The same process God uses the blessed people is the same process that disqualifies people. Some of us think that God has given some people more grace. So that's why they are more prosperous than the rest of us. But not true. The truth is, when a man naturally becomes productive, he's caught. And when a man is unproductive, he is caught. What is the difference, the attitude of the one who's been caught? So the first one gets caught because he's unproductive. And he gets cast into the fire. But the second one gets caught and begins to produce more fruit. Do you get in church? What is God trying to say to us in church? Sometimes the difference between a receiver and a productive person is their attitude when they get caught. When God is not blessing you and giving you all he wants, what is your attitude? When everything is not working right around you, you're not enjoying what's going on in your life, it's not like what you want it to be, it's just that, just the way it is. How and what is your attitude? So we see two branches. One was productive, yet it was caught. If you must be asking, why are you cutting me if I'm already productive? But you if my attitude is in the right place, so I do not complain when God begins to work on me. And that's what we do. When God begins a little work in us, you say, God, change me, make my life better. Lord, I will experience your glory. And God says, in the way you are right now, you will not be able to experience my glory. You're to plead. And then you're going to complain. God, you're cutting. This is hurting so bad. Let me tell you something, church. Every time you come to church and you hear God's word, it's supposed to cut. Some of you don't like what pastor says. You think know, pastor love preaching good? You know, think he's exciting you? They you know, not say, I got some food in your pocket. God's got some food on your table. And that day you're excited because to preach that word. But the next day the pastor says Change your attitude. I preached a message last week, and we were asking questions. So those of us, oh this, all oh, that. Can I tell you the truth to us? Everything you hear from this place is not from only one place. So every time you kick against the word, you are not kicking against the preacher, you are kicking against your own progress. Is somebody listening this morning? I know sometimes we want to come to a church and so excited, makes you happy. But sometimes you are going to get snipped in God's presence. Mm. He was going to establish a covenant. Watch this, church. God was going to establish a covenant with Abraham. It's a good thing, right? But for Abraham to fit into the covenant, God had to cut him. Moses was going to lead six million people. God to use Moses, God first had to spend 40 years in the wilderness cutting Moses down to size there is no progress, church without a cutting so for this tree to produce better and more fruit, he himself has to go through a cutting church it's called pruning God shows the place of his manhood. Can I explain to you, church, what it means for God to cut you in the place of your manhood? see, the manhood is everything a man has. It's what makes a man a man. If not, he's a woman or he's a city man. Are you so here, church? His ability to reproduce is one of the attributes that makes him a man. If you give birth to a child and you look down there, you find nothing that's a man. Amen. Why? It is what sets us apart as God's creation who are called to lead and to reproduce in his place. So every man that will not reproduce is not a man. Ooh. Same way, every Christian that will not produce is not a Christian. All right. Church, listen. It is in your DNA to reproduce. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. That is why God even said none shall be barren in the land. No man, no woman, no boy, no girl shall be barren in this kingdom. Why? The ability to reproduce is inside you. Everyone produces something. Are you still here? Why? He said that when you work for a company, in that company are the ones who complete the most in that company. You ever know what you Church, listen. As long as the grace of God is about my life, I will only owe you one thing, and that's the truth. You don't want to hear it? it Can help you? But as long as you take truth for what truth is, and you stop letting truth bother you and kill you and destroy you, but to apply truth to your life, you will change. For the better. Imagine if Abraham did not allow God to cut him. Imagine if Isaac refused for Abraham his father to cut him. The promise we're talking about today will never have gotten here, church. It came through proving. It came through cutting. See, when God needs to cut you. And helps you feel comfortable in your nonsense he's not a good friend he's gonna get caught if god were to bring you into the process some of you your problem is that you have the wrong kind of people around you yeah. that is why you are never able to move forward in life you take 10 steps forward you take 20 steps backwards yeah. you are retrogressing not, not progressing right sometimes not only do you cut friends
1: do you know that god was not cut a job from
0: let him cut you. Because if God doesn't cut you, you are useless to him. Yeah. If God doesn't cut me, I become useless to him. When I say right, don't look me. Right. You need it. You don't have to believe right now, but you need it. Remember it. Somebody's still here? Oh, come on, somebody's still here? Yes, sir. I didn't tend to step on Somebody still here? Yes. And I said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that bear fruit, he purchased it, that it might do our church. Bring forth more fruit. Mm-hmm. Are you still here? Yes. But in you know all these things, I will think that God spoke better English than everybody else. Christ kept saying fruit and not fruits. Does somebody catch that? Yes. He kept saying fruit and not fruits. So if I was going to bring forth more, shouldn't you have an ask the fruit? Because there will be more fruits. But he said more fruit, fruit in a single. Amen. Look into your Bibles. Verse 3 says, Now ye are clean. How, church? My God, he says, You are clean through what? Though the word, in other words, the cotton, because the Bible says, The word of God is sharper than what any two x for doing what? Piercing, cutting, separating, removing, pruning through what? The word. Are you still here, church? So, God is going to cut you by His word. Let me tell. You in your face or smack your top of your head. No! When you come to his presence, his word is what should do that to you. you that, man. Stop fighting the messenger, don't fight the one who sent him. Me, All right. All right. All right. All right. Can I tell you a little secret? Look at the chairs, how scattered they are. Uh, back in the day, I used to worry myself about, like, oh, church, we'll church now. It's not filled. Listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes, God will even cut His own church. You know why? Some people don't belong there. Did you hear me, mm-hmm. Pastor? What are you saying? I'm telling you the truth. Some people do not belong here. You know what God is doing? He's cutting. Why is He cutting? Because He knows that some are detrimental to growth. If we are going to grow, He got to cut us too, Church. Yes. There's, I don't bother anybody. See, 20 people. I still preach a million people. Yourself to be caught from productiveness, but rather give yourself to be caught to produce more. you yes. still here. Yes. Never leave church because you upset that pastor. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Yes. If you have ever left church because you upset a pastor, find the pastor back or guys. You know why? One day I've seen some people, I said, I'm gonna give you the keys of this church on these days. Pastor this church for six months. If you are still mm-hmm. safe after six months, I just say God, that's what okay. happened. You go here. Do you know that the messenger himself will be beating with many more stripes? First of all, if he doesn't speak what God told him. Secondly, if he's also guilty of what he's talking about. Do you know that? Do you know that he's supposed to be carried? He's way much more than what you can imagine, as those who are called to lead the people. Do you know that Moses, because of the people, lost the promised land? Did you know that, church? Right. See, your job is to try to make the pastor's work easier and not to complicate things on you. They say, why you complain? You complain. You complain. About everything you are complaining. And there is one who is strengthening. You are complaining, somebody else is strengthening. You are complaining, somebody else is strengthening. What do you think God will do at the end of the day? Bless you for complaining. He doesn't bless that church. So the Bible says, Now are you what? Clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So God will cleanse us from his word, by his word, and with his word. Alright? Verse 4 says, Abide in me and I in you and as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Look at this church. Verse 4. Somebody, somebody on the screen? Your face on the screen? He says, As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except he abide in him. So our ability to bear fruit church comes from him. Yeah. So the reason why most of us cannot be productive is because we're not abiding in him. To abide means to completely live in something or in someone or in a place but like manuel where is the place of your abode? Uh, come on <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> right, so, so, um, where the place of your abode? get into each other because I'm going to come back alright so where is the place of your abode? what is the address? <laughs> amen that's where he abides alright geographically that's where he lives but spiritually where? No, in now, where is the place of your abode spiritually? In yeah. where? Yeah. And God is saying, if your place of abode is in me, you will what? Automatically what? Bear fruits. What does it mean to bear fruit? To be productive in everything you do. Simply because you have a place in me. Did somebody say to church this morning? Let's read on. Let's read on. says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same, bringeth forth what? Do you see that way to get fruit and not fruits? For without me, can you help me read that one, two, three, though, without me? Without me, you can't nothing. Okay, we're kind of sleepy on this but That's all right. That's all right. So we'll sleep this morning. amen what we preach, we preach, we preach, we preach let's stand verse 6 says if a man abide not in me he is cast from forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned 7 says if you abide in me watch this church and my words the same ones i caught you the same words that that will separate your, your spirit, from your soul, and give you understanding. The same word that directs you. The same word that blesses you. He says, if that word abide in you. okay everyone says this. One, two, three, go. He shall ask what he will and he shall be done unto you. Why? will things get done unto us. First of all, because we abide in him and his word does what church abides in us. If God's word abides in you, he says, you shall ask anything you will, and it shall be done unto you. Is God's word alive? Yes. Yes. Is God's word truthful? Yes. Don't believe God's word? Yes. So what is God saying to us this morning? He's saying, if you abide. First of all, if you let my word cut you. If you let my word get you. If you let my word speak to you. If you let my word touch you. He says, what becomes of you? Your life becomes productive. Everything you touch prospers. Why? Because my word. Do I tell you why I feel that God hasn't given me a million dollars yet? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? This isn't happening I mean, now. Because I know what I want. Why hasn't God given me a million dollars yet? Because for him to commit that much worth of my hands for he has to come. Because he knows if I give him a million dollars, this guy the one the sports guys in the world. This guy's life just change. You, know, you give him a million dollars, he just die. Mind you, God has seen for you do. He doesn't, he doesn't have to do. If somebody just comes out, I have a million dollars for you check, it, but you just see, it. check, million dollars, you don't to The next time you see you, you are upset before God in heaven. You're dead. Are he withhold from them that walk upright. Now, if God is going to withhold it from you, it's because you are immature in handling yeah. that thing. Yes. Listen, I am so immature; I don't know what to do with the million dollars. I kid you not. I will first have prayer for some days. First. God, what should I do? 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 God, what should I God, what should, God should, God should That's what I'm saying. God, what should I do? I don't know what to do. Before the blessing comes, if you're not prepared, you lose the blessing. Otherwise, I give it to her. As well as you we and I have one, what affects me affects you? Are <laughs> you <laughs> still here, church? Even though you're a better manager than I am, but it is what it is, are you still here, church? Okay, to God's want to staff, that there's nothing he holds back for us. But my question is, are you mature enough for him? So for God to bring you a community kind of brought into your hands, he's going to have to prove you. T someone do you know how, how funny you are? He gives you a little job. I'll a little job, you don't need to to serve you. I want him to bless you with that job. I'll bless you more money. And he's looking at you. Don't you get it? It's a process. You will know let God cut you. God said, I want you in church, serving me, sweeping the church, mopping the floor every Saturday. Oh yes, Lord, if you give me this job, I will do it. I'm looking at you, I know you. I'm you. And he gives you a small one. He gives you an interim one. He gives you a post job to the, to the better thing coming a pre-job to what is about the pre-cross is what he's winning your way. And the small one he gives you, you can't even manage. He doesn't even see his presence anymore. Why? He made a mistake and gave you a little Look at what you're living in your life, the little he gave you. How do you manage the little God has given you in church? It's all in productivity. How productive are you? The Bible says some people are producing fruits and some are not at all. Who are you? Don't forget, church. There are five wise virgins and there were five foolish virgins. In all, they were all virgins. Yeah. What separated them? Five were wise and five were foolish. Five were productive. Five were unproductive. Five were good. Five were not good. But at the end of the day, church, what makes you who you are is how you allow the Word of God cut you. During the week, I'm up now. next we'll week. During I I had a text from someone. I wasn't expecting this. Now you know when I say things, I don't say things to bring people up, uh, down. It's usually to oblige people, but sometimes don't care. I got a text I never expected from someone. What did I said a text from. And the person said to me, this one, you spoke about coming to help with the church and everything, and I didn't have my phone, I didn't see the text. And so I didn't come. And all through the week, all through the week, it bothered me. When I heard it, I spoke to myself, look at you blessed. Simply because you reacted in the way you did. In that same last week's message, I've seen people say, You know what? I want to do better. Not me. Spiritually. I want to do better. And I've seen people who thought that it wasn't necessary what I was talking about last week. But I'm going to tell you this. In however and whatever, the one who says, I take correction, I'm going to do better, is the productive But the one who feels as though, so you think I don't see people's reactions when I'm up here preaching? You? you think God doesn't show me things in people's mindsets where they are? So sometimes I don't look in some area. But instead of saying, I notice that you're always in one area preaching. I said, but the other area, because I see there, scares me. So I don't know, stand over there. You know, as much as I run around as a pastor, as much as I like try to make things work, somewhere deep down I also feel like I'm not doing enough. Somebody tried to reach me at 2 a.m., I was so fast as I was so knocked out that I couldn't pick up my phone, I didn't even know. And by this morning they were telling me what they were going there's someone never talk to when I wasn't there. And I felt like I wasn't doing enough. One part of me trying to say, well, you were tired and you had to sleep. You you were up from till about 1.30 or something, 1.40. You had to sleep I gave all the excuses before. But deep down, I shouldn't have been a different person. It's part of who I am. It's part of what I'm supposed to be doing. I have a life. I don't live my life. But when you allow God to touch you, you stop having a life. It becomes His life. It's like he becomes everything else away. So you can just be you and Him. I want to from I know really you think sometimes that to serve God is burdensome, but the more you complain, the less He blesses you. Because He knows it's, He knows He said, "Carry your cross." You think the cross is a light to carry? You think the cross is a light to bear? Go ask me why they're in church today. You understand that the cross itself is heavy. Oh, I went to work last night pastor but I'm in church this morning still praying and telling God it's a heavy cross but we're called to carry that cross regardless there are some folks who in the beginning of their journey they were very active but somewhere along the way they lost it Today, so they can talk to God say God how do we connect you I want to reconnect with you. I want to reconnect with you. Not with Pastor. No. Not with me. With God. When the last days of the Bible says the love of men shall wax cold. In these days, men shall become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. They will love their own pleasures, love their own time, love their own things. Whatever makes it happy or happen for them is what they start loving and they forget that God. your offerings. He needs you to worship him. He needs you to come and say, God, I'm standing in a place. I want to worship you, God. That's what he's looking for. That's what he's looking for. That's what he's looking for. For you, church. He wants you. A friend of mine told me when i his church, God said, I should serve. Every time I remind him and I'm praying for him, In the house of God and the hands of God. And I keep praying for God touch him. Show him that you won't call him and join him closer. This morning, I just to our to You may be perfect. I may not be. But let us all go back to him. Say, God, we know that you are God you are the one who is calling us and who is drawing us closer to yourself. God loves God. God wants to serve God. That's what we want to do. Not the way we want to serve. That's how we want to do it. Because the servant church serves, irrespective, And someone never complains about what they are told to do. And someone knows the master's needs and he loves them. Not God, help me. help me this morning, help me, God. Help me to go and better, God. In serving you, help me, God, to do the things that you want me to do, just the way you want me to do them, God. Not my will, but your will be done, God. Not how I want to do it, God. Not I come to my convenience, God, but exactly how you say to do it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. back to him ready for your life to him if you're here and you're saying, God, I need to reconnect with you right now while you're standing where you're standing, speak to him John, God, I may have lost it with you God but this is my comeback God this is my comeback season God I want to reconnect with you God, I want to become productive again in your kingdom God I want to be active oh God I want to be active again God the opportunity father.